The Relevant Podcast, the only podcast that can be rearranged to spell a carpeted vent sloth. Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere. It's the week of June 23rd, 2008. Whoa. And this Whoa. is your relevant podcast. I don't know if I can handle what just happened. That are you just, just happened. You're just going to go for it? Well, it honestly, I'm a creature of habit. Well, here's the deal, folks. <laughs> you know, I'm nothing if not self-aware. Mm-hmm. I've always said that. And I have a problem getting the podcast up on Friday. What? You, Cameron? I don't think anyone noticed. No. Most of the time, it will appear before Monday. (laughs) Most. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt it only fair, since we've already gone ahead and moved entertainment releases, Okay. that we just call a spade a spade and say, it's the week of June 23rd. Sure. That... It covers a multitude of sins, I suppose. If we get up before that, it's still the week of June 23rd. Yeah. If we get up after that, it's still the week of June 23rd. (laughs) Unless you get up on Sunday, in which case the whole plan is shot. It's within a week of June 23rd. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. The Relevant Podcast is your audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is... Did I say that correctly? Did I say here with me? No, you said with okay. me. I heard with. Editorial director, Adam Smith. Hello, hello. Operations manager and my wife, Maya Strang. I like Smarties. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's why that's she found why me. That's why they're together. That's why we're together. <laughs> and uh, absent, like usual, he's uh, delinquent. Uh, Lloyd Kinsley is not with us today. Honestly, I don't know where that guy gets off. Like doing his job and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a little r- ridiculous <laughs> to tell you. It is, uh, you know... It, I can justify in a job description why you and I do the podcast. Right. It's content. Yes. It's, this is part of our job. I can justify by marriage why Maya does the yes. podcast. <laughs> what about by common law marriage justifying why Lloyd does the podcast? He's not even an American. Okay. We Fair haven't enough. known him long enough. No, the reality is, is we're working on a ton of web stuff and um, we have a... Uh, a pretty big launch that's happening right now, and uh, he's he's got a lot going on. Um, the reason why over the last few podcasts he's been uh, absent is we have a division launching for innovative ministry, and uh, we've been doing stuff called the Relevant Network for the last four or five years, four years, I guess, and we decided this year to take it up a notch, so to speak, and completely reinvent it and expand it and and um, overhaul it to the to the extent of it needed a new name and needed a new vision, and we are launching this week new, and the tagline is vision for ministry. Uh, you can go over to if you if you are in ministry in some capacity. You don't have to be a pastor. You could be 
small group leader. You could just be interested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can check out what we're doing at newresources.com. And it's not N-E-W, folks. It's branded yeah. now. It's N-E-U-E. We're very intelligent. Yeah, we're pulling like a kind of an Ikea type thing with it. N-E-U-E resources.com. We have a, a quarterly book launching. We have a resource kit. And we have a, a large content-based website that we're in development on. And that's actually some of the stuff that Lloyd's working on. He's working yep. on some of the marketing pieces. And we're in development for the major content site that will accompany all those things. So go check out neueresources.com and you can see what we're doing. Uh, today's podcast is, is you know, a little bit of the what you're used to. You know, there's nothing fancy. There's no recording artists. There's no authors. There's no games. Nope. No bells and whistles. We're it's kicking just, it old school. It's just it's, us. <laughs> it's a good old reliable old standby podcast. What's really freaky though is that Maya and I are right now in California. <laughs> that is very strange. And I'm a little lonely in this room by myself. As you're listening to this, we are gone. <laughs> so we're trying to cram this in before we run out the door. Uh, it is literally less than an hour before we have to leave. So trying to get the podcast out. So this is how much we love you, folks. <laughs> we're cramming this in before we leave. We're trying to give you the bare minimum. Um, <laughs> we, we love you enough to do just enough to get by. <laughs> my, I live my life under the mantra, what will not get me angry emails? Exactly. And let's yeah. do that. What, right. what is the least we can do just to not anger people? That's right? <laughs> kind of our MO here. Yeah. Coming up later in the podcast, we've got a meet your interns segment. Meet your relevant interns with formal. Yeah. I'm really excited. Formal. Okay. Yeah. Formal you guys have met John Hammerdance and he has etched himself into your memories indelibly. Right. And I'm telling you, formal, he's going to knock your socks off. Etching and knocking. I mean, these are some action-packed interns. <laughs> yeah. Our interns aren't passive at all. Um, each segment, I got a little little promo to, to run, run over to you. So uh, real quick, I've got uh, launching this week, just a few days ago, launched at relevantmagazine.com. We have a big, big, big contest with Hillsong United. You know, they're doing the iHeart Revolution thing yes Mm -hmm. and a dvd is coming out this summer and all that we talked them into pretty much the coolest now we talked them into this okay some would say conned yeah (laughs) doing yeah because we want to enter this ourselves uh doing the coolest contest we have ever done and probably will ever do yeah uh you can go to relevantmagazine.com right now and you can enter to win an all expenses paid trip to sydney australia for you and a friend uh, awesome. to uh, a amazing. six day seven night trip. This is no, it's not an overnighter. I mean, this is six days, seven nights uh, to attend the Hillsong Encounter Fest 2008, which is October one through eight. Now, yeah. and I would like to go, mind Seriously. you, and cannot no, afford incredible. to. And we're giving away a trip for two. Yeah. I know. Now, Cameron, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but we also we have a deal that if you already reside in Sydney and you win this, you get the same trip to Akron, Ohio <laughs> for you and a friend. Uh, legally, I can't go along with your joke. Oh, well, that's Because somebody bad. in Sydney may, may win and take <laughs> us a spot. <laughs> and they want to go to Akron. Yeah. Um, go to relevantmagazine.com slash Hillsong United. Pretty easy to remember. Yeah. And you know, the Goodyear Blimp Museum is in Akron. Is so, it really? So really? check that out if you win this contest. <laughs> <laughs> Six days, seven nights in Sydney. It's Come amazing. on. That's ridiculous. So That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, we're not taking credit for it. The, the 
the contest and the prize are provided by Hillsong United's label, Integrity. Right. And uh, they are good people. They're doing. They are great people. They and live this up is to the name. This literally hey. is only happening at Relevant. I mean, they're doing this for the Relevant audience because they see the connection between what Hillsong United's doing and yeah, and our crowd. It's unreal. It's unreal. So Chris Estes and everybody at, at Integrity, thanks. And you people listening, take them up on it. I mean, enter this thing. It's crazy. Hopefully a podcaster will win. That would be sweet. Yeah, would be I sweet. hope so. Just for my own personal bias, I hope a podcast listener wins. They could do like reporting for us there or something. You know, I, I don't, you know, it's like a parent with multiple children. You don't have a favorite. I love our readers. I love our website <laughs> visitors and our podcast listeners just the same. Yeah, but like yeah, a parent, you have certain ones you get along with a little bit better. Certain I wouldn't ones know because I don't get along with either. Certain of ones are harder. <laughs> 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 and this has been your weekly installment of a disturbing peek into Cameron's life. <laughs> My dad ambushed me yesterday at the office. <laughs> ha, ha, tell me this: Has anybody ever done this to you, listener? You're at work. You know, you're maybe running a company. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. You're, you're I'm f- with you so far. Your phone rings, uh-huh. and it's your father, who you have done business with in previous years. Right. Mm-hmm. And your father says, hey, by the way, I'm in downtown. I'd love to stop by. Mm-hmm. What are you doing this afternoon? And you say, I'm actually in meetings all afternoon because I'm leaving town for yeah. two weeks. I'm in a meeting right now. And I'm in a meeting right now. Well, come on. You can make time. Well, how much time? Ah, half an hour. Dad, there's somebody <laughs> in my office literally right now listening to this. I really can't. I am slammed all day. How far away are you? And, the, and then the person on the phone says, look up. And they're standing in your office. <laughs> and, and and it wasn't a social visit. It was a not pleasant business right. meeting. Well, well, first of all... I call it being ambushed. Yeah, yeah. First of all, there's a couple things to this. I doubt that any of our listeners have gone through this because like, your dad having the ability, the stealthy ability to just appear in your office <laughs> <laughs> like without being seen. Not many people's fathers possess that ability. My dad's like the butler in Mr. Deeds. He really yeah. is. He sidles. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I gotta give him a, a little pack of Tic Tacs. Yeah, and number two, <laughs> when Cameron says ambush, he means it. His dad was standing there at the door with a club in one hand and a net in the other, <laughs> and I got the heck out of Dodge before anything went yeah, down. Really, I don't know what terms, happened. In business terms, he was <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically. Yes, it was in a Manila envelope, but it was a club and a net. Wow. Yeah, I got out of there before uh, you know before any <laughs> shooting started. So. People, people are probably very confused. Relevant uh, Books was distributed by my father's company for five years. Mm-hmm. And there's some uh, leftover business that we have to take care of. Because we're still selling Relevant Books. Sure. I mean, it's still, yeah. still going on. I mean, we had that big sale. The big, uh, the big sale. That, frankly, right. if you didn't take advantage of, then I, I really question your intelligence and your integrity. Uh, <laughs> because it was... And your stick to Yeah, it's the single greatest offer you'll ever find in your entire life. And if you didn't take advantage of that, well, I pity you, honestly. <laughs> you know what, though? I will tell you this. Just for you podcast listeners, if you go to RelevantStore.com, yes, we have ended the $4 sale. It's over. It's but, over. But I think you'll find something similarly appealing at RelevantStore.com. You know, Cameron, the problem... Your problem Not quite as appealing, but very close. Your problem is you're too nice to these people. I know. That's what it comes down <laughs> they to. They walk all over me, and then they ambush me. But sir, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves for taking advantage of this man like this. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, go over and buy the books. 
<laughs> All right, let's get some entertainment releases happening. Uh, coming out, um, uh, CDs coming out on Tuesday. Hey, I'm doing it in the right order. Yeah. Uh, we've got Cigaros. I've heard it. I was listening to College Radio yesterday, and the guy said Cigaros. I've heard it. Cigaros. I've heard it many ways. They're Icelandic. Right. I've always heard Cigaros. I've heard that as well. I heard Ross yesterday mm. on Sirius Radio. Wow. See, I, I, Sirius I believe of it's Center actually college like music. Cigaros. Right. You know, something. I think there's dots and circles and yeah. accents all over this. There are some <laughs> symbols not known to to humans. They're coming out with mio sui iorum vio spillum. <laughs> it's highly anticipated. Also coming out, Brave Saint Saturn with Anti Meridian. Can I say that I'm I'm really excited about this album? Because you're against the Meridian as well. I hate the Meridian. <laughs> hate it. And finally, someone is standing up for this. And last but certainly not least, Seabird is coming out with Till We See the Shore on Credential. Now, oh, let cool. me remind you, Seabird, you heard here on the Relevant Podcast because they played our party. Secondly, let me tell you, the early buzz on them before their album came out was that they're very Keen-esque, piano-driven mm-hmm. pop rock. Okay, Let me tell you that the album in its delivered state far exceeds any preconceived notions. It's so much more. It is, it is cool. excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I think you all will like it very much. Anything by the Cool Kids this week? No, I only have a few tracks left. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we may as well play them. (laughs) (laughs) And that's going to be the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Movies coming out on Friday, June 27th. We've got Wally. Wally. Yeah. Wally. Is anyone else just having a hard time getting excited about this movie? I think we're just not kids anymore. The excitement isn't the emotion that people in their 20s would be going for. Have I seen trailers that make it look endearing? Yes. Endearing, but not funny. And see, the other Pixar movies have been laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Right. And now, I think that there's moments. It just doesn't look funny. To I me. think that there's moments, though. Like, like, for example, when he says stop, and then that little robot pushes him out into the front of the. <laughs> see, I thought <laughs> that looks funny. I thought to me, like, that was. I thought that was worth a, a, a smirk. A smirk. A smirk. Sure. But not a chortle. I'm not saying that was a high point. Well, I'm saying I, that there's probably that type of stuff sprinkled all over the movie. If, if I'm going to go see a movie, I want I want a good chortle is what I want. <laughs> You're not chortling a the guffaw. <laughs> I'd like a guffaw. I think you'll tear up. Mm, that's not what I'm looking for. I want to tear up from guffawing too much. No, that's not going to happen with Wally. Hmm. Wally makes uh, the possibility of robots taking over the world a little less scary. it's like well man if it happens this way it's kind of adorable it's kind of cute it's like a little pet (laughs) i will buy that kitchen cleanup robot (laughs) yeah but seriously no we should still destroy them kill wally now preemptive war that's my motto (laughs) that's what i'm all about uh also coming out wanted rated r what's that um it's uh it's that Angelina Jolie movie right. that oh, where yeah. he, curves curves the where he curves the bullet. Yeah, and uh, the the current ads for it are like six months ago. I was just like you, and it shows him like in some loser job, and I'm like, you are nothing like me. <laughs> <laughs> I get mad at it every time. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that. You don't know me. Um, you can go see it on some girls' night. I I'll still go see it by myself. I'll go see <laughs> Wally. Heck, I still want to be. <laughs> You know, even if I am living a better life than him right now, than he than he was, I still want to be able to curve a bullet. So, <laughs> you know, whatever he's got, where do I sign? He's got Angelina Jolie. You know, mm. no thanks. Yeah. yeah. No if thanks. that's the price of curving a bullet, <laughs> I pass. Yeah. I'll just, I guess I'll just have to be a straight shooter. Hey. Hey-o. Hey-o, Kevin Eubanks. All right. Uh, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. 
Up next, Slicing. The paramedics hovered over like a summer morning family. They gave her activated charcoal. It flooded her with saline. Around the edges, he'd been to school but never finished. He'd been to jail but never prison. You're listening to Chill Out Tent by Hold Steady. Ah, the Hold Steady. Ah, the Hold Steady. They're good. That song in my notes is up tempo. <laughs> it is. It is fairly <laughs> up tempo. Yeah. I planned out the music. See, what you guys don't know, a little behind the scenes action is we usually sit here. The reason why post production takes so long is that as we're recording, we usually sit here for a good 10 to 20 minutes while staring at each other while I click around trying to find music. Yeah. This time, I planned it out in advance. That's nice. And yeah. I made notes to myself of pace and tempo. No, that's excellent. Yeah, usually, it's not so much staring at each other. Usually, we're kind of staring at the ceiling and like moaning, you know, or like hitting our heads on the table, mm. stuff like that, you mm, know. It's hot. Just, yeah, we're, we're sweating at all the while Cameron's clicking around. Adam, I don't want to hear about you moaning and sweating. <laughs> For those of you at home, I just did a nervous toler- collar tug. So you missed that. That's why we need a video podcast. We do. Uh, <laughs> that just doesn't. That joke doesn't translate. It's very visual. At the uh, beginning of the podcast, you heard "Jumpers" by Slater Kenny. Oh, Slater Kenny, man, you're picking the jams this week. Trying. Well done. Trying. That's what happens when you plan in advance. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now with slices. Here's Adam. All right, so, um, you know, our fair city of Orlando, uh, we're by no means, I would say, a crime capital of the world. We have our fair uh, share uh, of crime. Uh, you don't live in downtown. We have our fair share I've of crime, I've seen cars yes. drive into buildings, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen ducks get hit by PT cruisers. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of vehicular crime. <laughs> but, you know, you don't routinely walk through Orlando thinking that you're going to get, like, jacked or that a car is right. suddenly going to drive into a building in front of you. <laughs> um, you may think that you're going to get hit if you're a duck. <laughs> right. Um, right. Just past experience. But there's a very alarming trend going on. Some uh, bandits dressed as ninjas have robbed the fourth CVS drugstore in a week today. Wow. <laughs> the fourth in a week. So, uh, Orlando, we, we're a pretty nice town to live in, but we've got a little bit of a ninja problem. <laughs> so, Are these the ones that put them in the, in the refrigerators? Yes. Yes. Yo, I heard about that. I heard about that on the news I heard, like, this the morning. first one. I didn't know there was four. 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 Put them in the, in the cooler. The same nice. thing every time. Yeah. Ninjas put the people in the refrigerator. <laughs> if I worked at CVS, I'd be a little scared. I, th- I think the <laughs> well, feeling. my nunchucks. The feeling in the <laughs> air around the town right now is probably similar to New, uh, similar to New York during the Son of Sam episodes. Because you never know when ninjas are going to strike next. <laughs> right. It's uh, just the fear is gripping us. Yeah, no anytime, one's going to CVS anymore. Yeah, anytime you need toenail clippers and or like a liter of diet Pepsi, yeah. you're you're going to think twice yeah. before you go into yeah. that CVS. Because you may walk in there and everything appears copacetic, but there could be ninjas all over that place <laughs> right. and you never know. <laughs> They're ninjas. You don't know. Yeah. So uh, CVS now uh, in its hiring policies... Basically, they want you to have previous experience in some kind of deadly art. Mm. <laughs> you know, they they vastly prefer samurais, mm. the sworn enemy of ninjas. Yeah, 
Well, I'm sure everyone will be happy to know that the whale shark is back in the headlines. No Excellent. Way. Yes, yes, he is. There's a man who has attached devices in May to eight whale sharks to kind of figure out more about what they do. He apparently wants to have more knowledge about the whale shark, which we completely understand. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we already know all about it. Well, here's right. how little we know about them. The whale shark shirt that we made was actually a sperm whale. Yeah. That's oh, how really? little we know about the whale shark. Really? Yeah, we knew that, though. Yeah. Oh. Apparently... The whale sharks fly like fighter pilots in the water. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, it says the monster sharks can execute underwater flight moves that would put some fighter pilots to shame. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of thought they were like manatees. Yeah, Yeah, I would think that it's not so much put them to shame, but cause them intense amounts of pity. (laughs) You know? Oh, look at the guy trying to do a barrel. Oh, Oh, jeez. He's doing it so slow. (laughs) This is as fast as I can go. (laughs) Apparently, they're very agile and can probably outswim you when you try and punch them. Well, (laughs) they're 60 feet long. Everything's just got blown away here. Uh, I I still hold by our image of the whale shark. (laughs) How come... I was watching Indiana Jones the other day. Good move. In The Last Crusade. Good move. I Actually, I saw the whole trilogy again. The The dad and Indiana were in the desert. They had mm-hmm. just escaped from the Zeppelin sure. by the little plane. Yes. And then two fighter planes went after them. They then discarded the plane and were running around the desert while the fighter planes were shooting at them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's that typical cliche Hollywood stunt of the yeah north by northwest yeah why don't you just run to the left why run in a straight line as they're coming up behind you they can't if you go 90 degrees to the left they would fly right by so are you saying that you can basically you should use the same strategy for fighter planes as you do for alligators well and what brought it to mind whale sharks because I was saying they're 60 feet long. They probably don't turn that well left and no, right. there's no way. Right. So swim to the left. Yeah. You'll get <laughs> it. Or, or rip currents. Yeah, it's the same worry. strategy. If you want to punch a whale shark, you'll get your opportunity. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Just swim to the left. He'll go right next to you and then you punch him on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Take that for chasing me. <laughs> but seriously, how come they don't run to the left if, fi- if machine guns are shooting at you from a plane? Well, I would say in this case, it was much more entertaining to watch them run straight. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. They don't do those double gunshots in movies as much anymore. You know, I'll tell you what, watching the old schools, the old school Indiana Jones, they that's when making movies was making movies. When there's real stunts and right. there's real sets and there's real extras. Mm-hmm. Wasn't all the CGI fluff. I'm telling you, CG has just really made filmmakers lazy. I, I, I really it think really so. Has. They don't have to be inventive. They just say, oh, well, we'll do it in post. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's like the face melting in uh, Rares of the Lost Ark. You know, like... Yeah, the, that was done in 81. Yeah, and the, that special effects guy said, you know, if I were doing it again today, I'd do it the same way. He said, I wouldn't use CG at all. He's like, I might, like, you know, smooth stuff out with CG. He's mm-hmm. like, but I'd do the same practical effects. He said he still has people come up to him like, how did you do that? You know, I bet if I needed to talk to my dad about something he didn't want to talk to me about, and I just walked into his office while he's in the middle of a meeting... <laughs> He Are we would, going back to this? He wouldn't appreciate it. I'm just saying. Especially if you walked in with a net and a bludgeon. <laughs> I'm just that saying. Could be, that could be taken the wrong way. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And in this case, you know, it's a biblical thing. Do unto others as you'd have I, them do unto I you. I think that's the old switcheroo. 
actually. <laughs> no, that's when they put alcohol or poison in one drink. Oh, okay. The okay. Did you hear there's a Princess Bride video game coming out? Why? Um, because it's a great movie, Cameron. Is it a great video game? Um, absolutely not. Is it for an Atari system? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tell you what, they're on the ball with this movie licensing stuff for video games. <laughs> Hopefully next we'll get one for Short Circuit. <laughs> oh, I love Short Circuit. I love that movie. Or That's Goonies. See, Short Circuit, I think, is also the basis for Wally. Yeah, absolutely. An adorable robot. That has feelings because yeah. he developed feelings. Wally does. And he looks very much like Johnny Five. It looks like they just ripped the design directly off second. short circuit. Yeah, he did. Shorter. They did. Yeah. He's just shorter than Johnny Five. That's it. Well, we don't know. We don't have anything to compare him to. There's no humans. Mm, good point. Earth has been destroyed. He's there to clean up. You got anything else over there, Adam? Um, I do. You know, you remember the whole brouhaha a couple of years ago with Pluto getting kicked out of the solar system. Right. You know, it offended one too many people. No. And finally, astronomers were like, enough is enough. Pluto's gone. So now, oh, all of a sudden- they're bringing him back. No, 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 no. Pluto, Pluto is persona non grata wow. in our wow. solar system. Those astronomers, uh, no mercy. No, they, they, <laughs> those guys can hold a grudge better than anyone. Um, I'll go to so, toe-to-toe with them. <laughs> I can hold a grudge. You, you think you can take take? See on how many weeks I mentioned my dad barging in on me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're saying that uh, maybe there is a ninth planet, but it's not Pluto. Uh, it's one actually beyond the orbit of Pluto, much, much, much larger. It's called Sedna. And uh, this thing is so far out, it takes about 12,000 years to travel one time around the sun. So mm, yeah. I shouldn't count. Why? Why? Just because it's far away? Yeah, I mean, it's still orbiting. Because the sun. it wasn't in my and science experiment. It wasn't there. in my science fair project when I was in fourth grade. Right. That's why. Oh, when you were making the one. Was it in the, the textbooks in, ni- in the nineteen eighties? Then it's not true. It's not right. true. Yeah, there's no such thing as the internet. Listen, the nineteen eighties robot technology still holds true. Just like a short circuit and Wally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we know about movie making. Yeah, it was better then. And I can tell you the the decades leading up to the 80s, especially like the 60s and 70s, correctly predicted the coming uh, chimp apocalypse. You know, That's true. Really, you're right. Movies back in that era, they really were a lot better. I saw Temple of Doom. I hadn't really seen that one in a while. It's, I had forgotten a lot about it. Yeah, it's it's definitely kind of the odd one out in the Indiana Jones quadrilogy. It wasn't bad. No, it's it's... It's the worst of the four Indiana Jones movies, but still better than 90% of other movies out there. Sure. All right, so I'll do it for slices? I think so. Up next, get to know your interns. Listening to Nude as the News by Cat Power. Ah, I figured I'd mix up the tempo in the middle. And and this one is chill. It's kind of like a good mixtape. Up tempo at the beginning, moody in the middle, up tempo at the end. You know that's appropriate, Cameron, given our the feedback coming up. Our feedback. Yeah. Yep. So nude as the news. 
See, it sounded like new, which we're launching this week. That's true. Uh, we have daily news on our podcast <laughs> or on our website. And right now, Adam's nude. So I, I thought it all tied in. Yeah. yeah. It it completely works. And you know, I didn't even think of that until you brought up. <laughs> I am nude. Now it's time for the annual highlight of the <laughs> podcast year. It's the debut or continuation of whatever your vantage point is of... Know your interns. Know your interns is brought to you by Dr. X's Mind Control Ray. The only mind control ray with a minty fresh scent. <laughs> Joining us today is current relevant editorial intern, Formal. Formal, how you doing? I, I'm well, how are Chris you? Chris Goodson uh, is his real name, though to us he will always be Formal. Um, and I would just like to give some context to the listener before we get into the actual interview. The first time I met Formal, he was wearing a t-shirt of from a sorority, Winter Formal. Mm-hmm. A couple of days later, we went to a staff lunch. He was sitting adjacent or within my eyesight, and he was wearing a different sorority Winter Formal t-shirt from a different Winter Formal. Mm-hmm. Different so, sorority. Different sorority. This man knows his Winter Formals <laughs> and the name stuck. So uh, welcome, like Chris Goodson. Uh, wh- uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you go to school? I go to uh, Auburn University in Auburn, Alabama. So what, yeah. are you, what are you studying there? I am studying journalism. Well, that what, would make sense. What do you want to do for your career? Um, what you are your know, dreams? My dreams? Uh, eventually, I probably will go back to school and uh, do Go to some more formals. Hopefully. If, that, if they have it in grad <laughs> school, I will definitely be there. Probably more likely. Ladies. Do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so your career you'll go to grad out. school and then do what? Uh, no, I would actually like to do counseling at some point in my life. It's a noble so, thing. So why journalism? Um, do you really want the full story? Yeah, I do. Uh, it has the most uh, free elective hours of any major at Auburn <laughs> University. <laughs> oh my goodness. Nice. Oh, this whole time I'm thinking, this guy, he's a good writer. Oh, he really knows his stuff. He's going to be an ace reporter someday. It's like, he knows... <laughs> He he took the podcast motto of what is the very least I can do yeah. to get myself where I want to be. So it's been my life. He motto. needed the most freedom in the schedule because you, as he's you know, so going many to formal. Yeah, he's got yeah. so many social. I can't be tied yeah. down. Right, right. Um, it, wow. it has worked out though. It's you really put thought into that. You really looked into it what really major would require the least amount of work. It's who I. It's not that it would require the most least amount of work. Right. It's. Um, I my my brain can't concentrate on one thing for too long, and so I have. You know that that's pretty important in counseling, paying attention. Well, <laughs> in that context, with people I can, but in school, I, I have an English and a psychology minor to kind of spread everything out, so I don't have to just go to one type of class. So all do you have long. trouble listening to your professor for an hour at a time? It, yes. <laughs> counseling sessions are typically an hour long. That's have you different. ever made it through one of our podcasts? <laughs> I have. Well, he listens. I fast forwarded through some things. Yeah. yeah. In in segments, but they keep me well, in stitches I think the a whole lot of time. Be fast forwarding this segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, they I'm can relate to me because I'm every man. <laughs> He's an everyman. <laughs> He's a lazy everyman. <laughs> so uh, you're you're from where? I'm originally. I was originally born in Melbourne, Florida, huh? somewhere near here. I don't actually know geographically. Hour and a half way to the east and south. Uh, you were originally born there. Where Where were you born after that? More recently, <laughs> <laughs> I have no answer for you. 
Um, I'm sorry that I misspoke. Where were you born again? That's the that's the question. Come on. Well, I guess you could say in Huntsville, Alabama, which is where we moved when I was two years old, and uh, I lived there the rest of my life. Huntsville, Alabama, until this point. The Rocket City. You live in partially in Auburn, Alabama. Right, mostly in. My car broke down in Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, I was driving from somewhere to Atlanta, and I had a flat tire. If only you'd known that I was there. You weren't there. How long ago was it? Ninety-seven. Fair enough. I was. <laughs> you were in kindergarten. Yes. In Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> Getting born again. <laughs> now, you know, so you're wanting to go into counseling. Like, that's right. that's your passion. Kind of help people through stuff. Cameron, you should talk to him about this, this brouhaha with your dad. <laughs> Maybe he can work some stuff out for you. <laughs> Okay, now what I want to know is... a moment of healing. <laughs> you know, if, if we have the opportunity of talking to somebody who's an expert in world finance, we would ask them about, about their area of expertise. Somebody who's an expert in theology. Sure. We're going to talk to them about those things. We have in our midst a person who is an expert in formal occasions. And so we, I think we should ask him kind of guidelines to have a successful oh, formal yeah. event. Well, well, that's good because I've got some questions. Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, of course, if I go to like a formal event, like a black tie fair, right. I'm going to rent a tuxedo. If it's black tie, I'll probably wear a cummerbund. Hmm. Now, if it's a white tie affair, then I'll go with a vest, you know, white tie, perhaps even tails on the tuxedo. Hmm. But it seems like there's some things that are even more formal than that. Like if you were to meet the Pope, like that should be far <laughs> more formal <laughs> than like any kind of dinner you could go to. So the people... Is who- it- who meet the Pope are dressed up more formally than I think they the should tuxedos. be. I think they should be. Is it appropriate to wear a space suit or a suit of armor <laughs> with like a tie if you're meeting a very high-ranking dignitary? If you have access to one, if you're from Huntsville, then you can wear a spacesuit. Yeah, that's true. No, the, you got the rocket right there. What do the ladies like more? Go Black on. tuxedo jacket or a white tuxedo jacket? In your experience, of course. Um... I would have to say black just because I've, you know, I've never worn a white one. I so, have. Um, <laughs> you have? I played piano in a hotel lobby for a year. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. He worked on Fantasy Island for a year. <laughs> I would um, actually, I would feel that a white one would almost be gimmicky mm. uh, okay. in the right situation because you're just going to stick out. And, right. Uh, However, sometimes you want to stick out. You should stick out with your actions, not with your appearance. Wow. Wow. Mm. Spoken this like a true professional formal attendant. Yeah, a formal counselor, if you will. <laughs> this guy is wise beyond his years. He's not paying attention very well, but he's, he's got good advice. Yes, he does. I would say probably the, the question for formal, the question, do ladies like the black tuxedo jacket or the white tuxedo jacket more maybe moot because the ladies just like him more right yeah it's yeah. not the jacket mm. it's what's inside the corsage. Corsage. <laughs> corsage corsage yeah no no, no corsage no not at these not at these things what about some kind of like incredibly colorful talking bird on your shoulder <laughs> like in well, that's lo- why in you lieu of need, a corsage that's why you would need a white a jacket, white jacket for unless you draped like a handkerchief over your Shoulder, like in lieu of a corsage, you have some like bird of paradise or something. Preferably right. a bird that can be taught to say to very say, to whisper like, sweet nothings. Yeah, like very formal and poetic things. Right, I okay. think that that would be always appropriate. Okay. okay, so you're at a formal event. You're with a well attired young woman. She gets chilly. What do you do? Well, Cameron, I would I would say, would you like my jacket? And I would gently drape it across her shoulders. Would you take the bird off? <sighs> nice. My knees just melted. What? I, my, <laughs> 
Would you take the bird off? No, the or, bird, or would the bird stay on the jacket? It's in, he's in the bird room next to the, the coat room. Oh, so you check the bird. <laughs> yeah, you can't dance with a bird on your okay. shoulder. Okay, I see. I'm learning a lot here. Yes. Okay, top hat. Uh, definitely, I think, if, if it's an incredibly formal occasion, and especially if you think there may be choreographed dance at some point, you're going to want a top hat and a cane. At any point, is it appropriate to step up to a wizard's hat and staff? <laughs> okay, I do have um, a question. I do okay. have a question. In all of your formal experience, have you ever seen or yourself used a monocle? <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've never thought about it. I've never seen it. I've, yeah, I, we, I think that would yeah. be the most formal thing you could possibly do. A monocle. Use a you monocle. You could be wearing like a mesh shirt and cut off jorts. <laughs> and if you had a monocle, you could go to a wedding like that. And according to uh, Brown's... To wedding. Yeah, according to Brown's book of etiquette, that is appropriate. <laughs> I think I've learned something today. I, yeah. I think we all have. I think our lives have all been enriched yeah, by About life presence. and about ourselves. And you can see a photo of formal... Informal attire, attire. Yeah. at the staff page. On our, on our staff website. page. We recently decided to forego all of the normal... Uh, photos mm-hmm. and basically put up photos that people would put on their Facebook page. Yep. And so what did Formal use? A formal photo. <laughs> With uh, and, and I noted that he sent me a few. One, he was dancing. One, he was with <laughs> a very attractive young woman. And you that's, know, that's how what I roll, happens. Cameron. That's how Formal rolls. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I think we could all learn something from Formal yeah. today. <laughs> He's a man amongst men. Folks, if you want to write Formal for yourself, you can write him at formal at relevantmediagroup.com. And uh, ask him your advice or your questions about formal <laughs> a formal lifestyle. Really, is, that true? is what it is. Uh, anything you want to add? I don't know if this is going to ruin your whole perception of me, but um, I think that anyone that knows me that's listening to this will find it humorous that that you call me formal because I'm I'm known for my um, free T-shirts, free T-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, somewhat dressed down lifestyle. Um, and there was actually a year while I was at Auburn that I was. Um, Blackballed from from formals. No, I give you not. No way. No, I had an incident. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! I made whoa. a misstep. What this, was it? it? Did you not take the bird off? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, I hope the wrong people don't hear this, but I was I, I was taking a nap. I was napping one day, and um, uh, a young lady called me. That's how we refer to them, of course. Um, and uh, in Alabama. And I had expected a call from her for a different reason. Um, so I woke up and um, and answered the phone and expecting to have a simple answer for the question I thought she was going to ask. She ended up asking me um, in kind of a roundabout way if I would like to go to a formal. And I had yet your I, reputation did precede you, of course. Of, of course, I hadn't even opened my eyes yet from said nap, and um, I think I said something along the lines of "I hate formals" or something like that. Um, I'd had a bad experience previously. Um, this well, you've is, been to so many. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to have a bad experience. The law of averages dictates yeah, that. Sure. Yeah, this is before. This is before. Oh, um, this is a high the school legend began. No, 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 no. Before this you kind of come into college. Your own. Th- yeah, this is before I, I became what I am today. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I said that, and then I wo- that 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 point I was fully awake because I realized what I'd what I'd done, and um, I said I did not mean to say that. I would love to go. Let me call you back when I can think. And uh, I just sat there for a little bit and, and thought about what I'd done. And uh, was she bu- the coordinator of the formal? I mean, how, I mean, why was that so offensive? Um, 
because I, I guess if, if you get the courage to ask somebody to go to something like that, they should respond immediately with a positive answer, not something incredibly negative using the word hate. Sure. Um, sure. And so by the time an hour later, word had already gotten out. Um, and so that entire year I was the guy that hates formals. You do not ask me. So literally all my friends would be like on nights with formals. All my friends would be gone. and I would be sitting at home thinking, I oh. wish I had not said that. What that kind was of school dumb. is this? That there's so many formals that you are actually like excluded from them. There's like 30 formal <laughs> sororities, I think. I don't, there's 30 formals. There's, no, sororities. So that would be 30, 30 formals. formals like a semester. Yeah. So, wow, and, and wow. you have to think that I need to go to Auburn. He is moving <laughs> in a circle of society that people like the three of us can't even comprehend. No, can't. yeah, that's amazing. That's unbelievable. It's high class. There are probably a lot of like a lot of ambassadors that go to these things. That like, is true. You know, there's a there's a guy in sure. full full British admiral like naval uniform with the right. huge handlebar mustache. Yeah, and the big the big like uh, lavaliers. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there are wealthy dowagers there. You know, you guys yeah. are so cute. And Adam's doing the motions and Cameron's <laughs> saying the words. Are there heiresses there? <laughs> oh, there are a few. There are quite a few heiresses. Every so often, and they're holding up those opera glasses. You know, <laughs> are they debutantes? Yes. Every so often, you hear someone go, "Oh my!" <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. faint. Someone's corset was too tight. <laughs> uh, have you ever escorted the bell of the ball? <laughs> I don't think they actually have those. Oh. They try to stay, oh, at least in these particular. Do many of your dates carry parasols? Uh, I would say most of them. Okay, good. That's just right. on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is the for, for a formal, there is a uh, a very formal version of a parasol that is so incredibly fancy and and ornate that it would blind you to even look at it. People like us can't even understand. Mm. Like we wouldn't even be able to gaze upon it. It's almost like a ninja. <laughs> yeah, it would. It would burn your eyes out of your head if you weren't used to like the Ark of the Covenant. Right. If you weren't used to moving in those circles of society. Right. If I walked into one of his formals, my face would melt like the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Well, I mean, they don't really. They're not really aiming for the proletarian class. True. You know, you would not be working. allowed to walk into one yeah, of these. No, formals. no plebeians. Maybe a girl from Auburn will call you and ask you. <laughs> you I can, can hook only you hope. Up. Facebook uh, me. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you get a monocle, that that's going to turn your life around. All right, it's going to happen. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, formal again, folks. If you have your own formal questions and uh, and need some counseling, yeah, yeah, you want to be his guinea pig on his new burgeoning counseling career, uh, email him at formal. At relevantmediagroup.com. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're listening to, tying into the last what we just heard, Date with the Night by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Date with the Night. I'm and it's not K-N-I-G-H-T. It's no, this this music has been stellar, Cameron. <laughs> well done. Thanks, I try. I, sometimes I actually try. <laughs> we have a snack package here, uh, and it's from an official like labeled UPS shipping department, and it's typed out podcast crew in nice. our address, so... 
Um, afternoon snack inside. Here is the letter. It's from Patrick, Shaylin, Lori, and Ashley. No last names. Uh, greetings podcast crew from the 20-somethings of Barber Publishing. So apparently mm. they sent it out from their Barber Publishing shipping department. I wonder if they know about it. And they expense. probably didn't pay for the personal postage. Mm. <laughs> now, let me ask you, is this Barber like someone's name, O-U-R, yeah. or is it, okay, mm-hmm. it's not barbarous <laughs> and they publish books about haircutting. <laughs> no, let me, uh, opening line, uh, they, they tell us about their company. We work oh. for a Christian publisher that specializes in inspirational romance novels specifically <laughs> inspirational Amish romance novels oh man wow. yes yes it's confusing and uncomfortable we know <laughs> uh, so how do you keep from getting sucked into the soulless vacuum of the Jesus junk industry well I'm glad you asked we play Bean Boozled uh, the game combines everyone's favorite afternoon snack jelly belly jelly beans with the possibility of watching your friends suffer as they subject themselves to gag reflex inducing flavors like vomit skunk spray rotten egg and black pepper Here's how the game works. Each different color of jelly beans has a possibility of being one of two flavors. One of the flavors is yummy and delicious, and one of the flavors is not. Give each podcaster a jelly bean of the same color. All podcasters must eat their beans at the same time and then announce and describe the flavor of their bean. All beans must be chewed for at least 10 seconds and swallowed. All right. Forgive us and enjoy. Patrick, Shailen, Lori, and Ashley. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Uh, Let's yeah. do it. We'll do one. Give it a go. If I throw up here, then I'm going to be very upset. Ready? One, two, three, go. That one's fine. I don't know what in God's name that was. I got like mango. I don't know what that was. It was. I give me another one. I want It a was like a, a thousand minions of hell dancing <laughs> about on my tongue. <laughs> All right, it's time for feedback. Last week we asked you for your ultimate three-song mixtape. Right, mixtape. That's what it was. Laura Maples wrote in, and she said her theme is junior high dance slow dancing songs. Ooh. Mm. Her collection, Everything I Do, I Do It For You by Brian Adams. Oh, man. Etern- was, Eternal Flame one. by The Bangles. Oh, The Bangles. And the final dance tonight would be End of the Road by Boys to Men. Oh, yeah. Wow. from Eagle River, AK, Arkansas, or Alaska, Alaska, Alaska. Oh, look at that! We have quite a listenership. That in Alaska. dances in Alaska. Stephanie Borden wrote in. She's from Dallas, Texas. Uh, she says the theme of her mixtape would have to be a nice walk on a sunny day down in Deep Ellum in Dallas. Ooh, yeah. And nice the three area. songs she would have are "Do You Believe in Magic" by The Love and Spoonful. Okay. She says because this song is me. She believes in magic, I guess. In a young girl's <laughs> heart. Or she questions whether she believes in magic. Right. She's constantly asking herself, do I believe in magic in a young girl's heart? <laughs> Strange. It's odd. Chinese Rock by the Ramones. All right. Well, I like getting the Ramones on there. The Great Beyond by R.E.M. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm breaking through. I'm bending spoons. I'm keeping flowers in Not bad. Um, she has a question for Lloyd, wondering if he's excited about London hosting the 2012 Summer Olympics. Well, there's no way for us to know. 
Okay, Travis Mamone wrote in. He said, the greatest songs ever in the history of mankind. That's his theme. Wow, that's a pretty good theme. Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. That is great. Strawberry Fields Forever by the Beatles. Not the Beatles song I would have picked, but okay. And uh, uh, let me just say, Travis is from Easton, Maryland, so that my Taylor is thinking, I don't know. And the third <laughs> song, greatest song ever in the history of mankind, Yamo Be There. Yamo yeah. Be There. Well, yes. All right. Uh, Peter Juvenal wrote in, says, uh, back in college, an ideal night out with friends was going to the BBC, uh, which is the billiards and bowling center. Shooting some pool, getting a couple of bucks to put in the jukebox. It was a difficult <laughs> task because the machines played... Uh, three songs for a dollar and you wanted to pick songs that were both long six plus minutes and didn't suck nothing got you glares more like dropping a dollar in and listening to the latest hit from neil diamond (laughs) so if i only had three songs to do i would uh keep these same criteria i could only imagine the odd looks of driving around with sweet caroline burst um busting for my car stereo Mm -hmm. his title buck bangs because when you put in a buck it's got a bang sure Mm -hmm. number one protection eno mix by massive attack Wow. Length, nine minutes, 10 seconds. Nice. <laughs> uh, second song, Lovers in Japan by Coldplay. Length, six minutes, 51 seconds. Pretty good. Okay. That's respectable. And thirdly, Kitchenware and Candy Bars by Stone Temple Pilots. Length, eight minutes, one second. Yeah, I'll tell you your fatal flaw in that was not including any built spill who averaged around nine to 12 minutes. Mixed notes. All three tracks have ties. Bright, and I like this. Brian Eno mixed track one and produced track two for Coldplay. Mm-hmm. The Coldplay song references Asia, as does the title of the STP album, Purple, written as a Chinese character. The first track is also a nod to the movie High Fidelity, which references another protection remix that John Cusack's character puts in a mixtape. Huh. Well, that was well thought out. It really was well yeah, thought I out. I appreciate that. The music was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say awful. By any stretch, but I, I think that if you're if you're really wanting to get long songs, you should be tending toward built to spill. Or if you're a certain type of person, i.e., from Vermont, then probably fish. Sarah Culp wrote in. She says um, she says that the, she was disappointed at the Y chromosome vocal bias contained in your three song mixtape. Listen, we got three songs. It's not going to be gender and racially diverse. Yeah, and I'm sorry Who if. Uh, that? Yeah, and I'm sorry if you think that those were at all masculine songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think the Y chromosome was pretty well, uh, pretty well eliminated from that mixtape. Uh, so, so to counter, she'd like to introduce us to her corollary to that sure. theme name. The Evolutionary Irony of Female Empowerment Through the Latter Third of the 20th Century. Let me say, if Natalie Merchant is on there, then the Y chromosome is right back in the game. Uh, she has Mary <laughs> McGregor's Torn Between Two Lovers from the 70s. Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart. <laughs> oh, man, the, that's a great song. That's a good one. <laughs> and Jill Sobel's I Kissed a Girl from the 90s. I, I want to oh. hear, hear Total Eclipse of the Heart now. I'll play Turn it right now. Here we go. Sarah Cole, mm. by the way, is from Avril Park, New York. You know, every now and then, Cameron, I get a little bit lonely and you never come around. Just, Turn around. Judah Holland didn't write in a mixtape. He did give me a theme song, though, for sitting on a stool, and that's Elevate Myself by Granddaddy. Really? <laughs> cool. Granddaddy. I'm, I'm not sitting on a stool today. That's why this podcast stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, it actually probably stinks because we're all so hot and sweaty. We are sw- hot and sweaty. It's like a locker room. All right, so uh, that'll do it for your feedback. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks very much. Um, and now for this week's editorial question of the week. Editorial question of the week. Hey. Well, earlier in the podcast, we told you about the incredible trip being offered by yeah. Integrity to go to Sydney, Australia for six days, yeah, seven nights. Amazing. Six nights, seven days, maybe. Yeah, that makes a little, that makes more, a little sense. more sense. <laughs> you'd have to leave the continent, come back. And, and you'd have to hang out with Harrison Ford and, and Heish. <laughs> um, and, and it got us thinking, you know, that honestly is top three for me, like trips I want to take. Yeah. Uh, we want to know what your kind of dream trip is and, and why. Where you want to go, what you, what you want to do when you're there, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. You know what's funny, Cameron, is that this Sydney trip would be my second highest rated dream trip and the first one Akron Ohio <laughs> for the Goodyear Museum <laughs> to go to the winter formal with Chris Goodson if if he if he'll have you know we'll just see <laughs> uh, so yeah write into editorial at relevantmagazine.com or feedback at relevantmagazine.com and let us know your dream week trip yeah and what you do there you're gonna go to the Swiss Alps you're gonna go to the Himalayas you're gonna go to Italy and eat wine and cheese Let's know. I'm curious, curious, and and maybe just maybe a future uh, edition of the scene in Relevant Magazine will take you there. Maybe, <laughs> and so it's it's almost at your like expense. going there. <laughs> yeah, at the expense of a mere whatever our, new sp- <laughs> whatever our newsstand prices for only five dollars, um, you can read about it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and look longingly at pictures, perhaps running your fingers over them, and tearing up a little bit, knowing that. He'll never get to go there. Every now and then I get a little bit lonely and you never come around. Turn around. Every now and then a little bit of... Turn around. Every now and then a little sort of breast. Turn around. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Cause I need you now tonight. And I need you more than ever. And if you'll only hold me tight, we'll be holding on forever. Cause with love we'll be making it right. And we'll never be wrong. Together we can take it to the end of the night. Love is like a shadow on me all the time. I need the little all of the time. All of the time. I don't know what to do. I'm always in the dark. Living in a powder keg and giving off sparks. I really need you tonight. Forever's gonna start tonight. Forever's gonna start to. Once upon a time I was falling in love. Now I'm only falling apart. Nothing I can do. A total eclipse of the heart. Once upon a time, there was light in my life. Now there's only love in the dark. Nothing I can say. A total eclipse of the heart. Oh man, I I think I think part of me died inside a little bit, <laughs> in a good way. Quickly, do you guys want to know the um, 
Yeah, you said you have the results here right. of Adam's Game. From Adam's Game. What was it called last week? Uh, so is your old man. Yes, so is your old man. Yeah, a lot of you wrote in, like we asked, and you went on the message mm-hmm. boards and mm-hmm. said, by the way, I got X number right, and I am this age. Right. Of Maya you, has a statistical yeah, breakdown. Cor- being passed to under, us right now. Under 25, 4.3 was the average correct. Mm. Above 25, 4.5. So you did slightly better. If you're older. So there Slightly. was no bias to the question. Pretty, yeah. I, I think it was fairly even-handed. I would agree with and that. I should have seen, we should have seen like where they're from. Maybe that would have so a play in it. There was a geographic bias. Right. I doubt it because music right. is music. Well, what about their median income? We should have yeah. found that out. Well, I would like to know what that is so I can know if I can sell them more things. <laughs> yeah, because if it's if it's higher than we suspected... Then we're releasing more products. Folks. Yeah, and subscription prices are going up. Way so. up. You yeah. got to pay your fair share. Yeah, come on, people, pull your weight. All right. Well, on that note, uh, on a very odd note, where we <laughs> got at odds with our listeners and supporters. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Thank you for all your support, everyone. Um, if you would like to take advantage of very fair prices, um, mm-hmm. go over and get a subscription to Relevant Magazine at relevantmagazine.com. It's it's a good time. You know, yeah. it's. If not now, when really yeah, is honestly. what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, also, check out while you're there subscribing. Click over to the Hillsong United contest and yeah. fill that out. While you're there, free. click over to relevantstore.com and see what specials we have in store for you. Mm-hmm. Look at us. We just give. We're givers. Honestly. We're givers. <laughs> all right. Well, no podcast next week. So uh, hit rewind and savor this one all over again. Yeah. <laughs> chew, chew this one like a like a delicious steak just savor those juices and we'll we'll be back uh, in two weeks all right i'm cameron strang i'm ab smith i'm maya elena strang <laughs> i don't want to say normal we'll see you next week So why journalism? Uh, It has the most uh, free elective hours of any major at Auburn (laughs) University.